From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. For August 25, 2019, I'm Graham VK4BB with the WIA National News. And in this broadcast, we'll be hearing from Cole, Felix, Jason, John VK4JJW, VK7FJAX, Jackson, along with Heather MB, Tony Donoso, and Peter VK8ZZ. Uh, good morning, all. The Wireless Institute of Australia is keen to find some editors to assist Harry, VK6YBZ, the WIA's editor in chief. The editorial roles will be both for electronic and more traditional types of media. The WIA would like to find, say, three or four sub-editors so as to share the workload on the responsibilities held by those positions. So if you fancy you could assist in this regard, then please put your hand up to assist. Please send any expressions of interest to the Secretary at wia.org.au. The WIA has now finalised its submission to the ACMA and details have been published to members. The details will also be available on the WIA website, and more details will come in future broadcasts. Good morning all. This has been Peter VKAZZ, Director and Secretary of the WIA. The Italian job. Loss. If you always wanted to broadcast on 2GO's old frequency, 801 kilohertz AM, it might be up for grabs right now. Jose Auditore of the Radio Green Room Facebook site says... The Italy network is abandoning 21 of its services in New South Wales, Queensland and Victoria, and it might be a good chance to run a real radio station. Wollongong is also available on 1575, which used to be the old 200. Italian Media Corporation's Board of Directors has made the immediate publication of the following statement. We regret to inform the Italian communities of Australia that, due to the high cost of broadcasting and technical maintenance across all of Australia, it has become necessary to reduce the number of frequencies which transmit the Italy network. This means that as of Thursday, August 22, 21 frequencies are no longer transmitting. Check out the written word on wia.org.au, then click News Broadcast on the top right, to find out which are on and which are off. You're tuned to VK1 WIA News. This news broadcast can be heard on linked repeaters VK6 AUF Perth 438.525 and VK6 RMS Mount Saddleback 147.250 Sundays 9am and 7pm. I'm Trevor, VK6 YJ. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. IARU prepares for key SEPT meeting. The final SEPT conference preparatory group meeting prior to WRC 19 takes place from tomorrow, Monday 26th of August. In a report from the Radio Society of Great Britain, they say most of its papers are now available, including on current hot topics in the 6 metre, 2 metre and 23 centimetre bands, where RSGB volunteers have been working hard to support the IARU. 
In summary, at 50 MHz, IARU hopes that the European Common Proposal for WRC19 will be supported, with as many administrations as possible signing the optional footnote to allow amateurs primary access on a national basis in the lower part of the band. The 144 to 146 MHz band is subject to the French proposal for a WRC23 agenda item for aeronautical use. IARU and its member societies have been busy in recent weeks. IARU has submitted a paper to the meetings that include background on amateur usage and regulatory concerns. It also includes a basic technical analysis showing the impracticality of such a proposal and believes there are much more appropriate parts of the spectrum for such an application. Turning to 23 centimetres, there's been concern of a few cases of interference from amateur signals to the Galileo navigation system, specific to its E6 subband at 1260 to 1300 MHz. It's IARU's firm view, and stated in the paper it's submitted, that this should be properly studied with INCEPT rather than proposed as an agenda item for WRC 23. IARU experts will be present in the SEPT meeting to explain on these topics and other agenda items of interest, including other microwave bands and wireless power. To India now, the BBC World Service has stepped up shortwave broadcasts to Jammu and Kashmir states in northern India during the media shutdown in the region. The director of the BBC World Service, Jamie Angus, says the provision of independent and trusted news in places of conflict and tension is one of the core purposes of the World Service. Given the shutdown of digital services and phone lines in the region, it's right for us to try and increase the provision of news on our shortwave radio services. Audiences in both India and Pakistan trust the BBC to speak with an independent voice. And we know that our reporting through several moments of crisis this year has been popular and valued by audiences who turn to us when tensions are highest. BBC News Hindi radio output 9515 and 11995 kHz will be extended by 30 minutes. BBC News Urdu will launch a 15-minute daily program at 12.30pm local time on 15310 kHz and 13650 kHz. BBC World Service English broadcasts 11795 kHz, 9670 kHz, 9580 kHz, 7345 kHz and 6040 kHz. These services will be expanded with the morning programming extended by an hour ending at 8.30am local time and the afternoon and evening program starting an hour earlier at 4.30pm local time. In Sweden, Alexanderson alternator station SAQ says it received 438 listener reports, an incredible amount for its June 30 Alexanderson Day transmissions from Sweden, including eight Super DX reports, five from the USA and three from Canada. The historic electromechanical transmitter, which dates back to the 1920s, is fired up periodically throughout the year on 17.2 kHz. We're very thankful for all your enthusiastic and positive feedback with images, recordings, videos and even Morse ink writer strips, SAQ said. The station is a World Heritage Site in Grimeton, Sweden, 
and SAQ's June 30 message commemorated the 100th anniversary of the first east-to-west transatlantic voice transmission from the Marconi station in Ireland to Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia. SAQ has posted an interactive map showing the locations of all received listener reports from recent transmissions and the video of Alexanderson Day transmission event that's been posted to its YouTube channel. In Belgium, Belgium's Flemish broadcaster VRT falsely said radio amateurs were likely responsible for the transmission of fictional traffic information to vehicle dashboard screens. VRT News published the story on August 13, a Google translation of what they said reads, The burglars are most likely radio amateurs. These are people who have equipment with which they can pick up on an FM frequency. You listen to national channels via different masts that are scattered in Flanders. A radio amateur can actually connect to a local transmission tower and in that way forward the false traffic information. This can be seen on the dashboard for a maximum of 15 minutes until your car is clear and no longer connected to the transmission tower. This incorrect story was clearly damaging to the reputation of radio amateurs and Belgium's National Amateur Radio Society, the UBA, was quick to respond, contacting VRT and issuing a press release. VRT have since corrected their story. It's not the first time that local traffic information has been disrupted in Belgium. At the beginning of March, drivers between Brussels and Ghent were given false traffic information. To the USA through Saturday, August 24 USA time, time stations WWV and WWVH will transmit a US Department of Defence message in conjunction with the COMEX-19-3 interoperability exercise taking place in Tennessee. The broadcast also urges listeners to complete a survey on WWV, WWVH listenership and listening habits. The messages are being broadcast on WWV at 10 minutes past the hour and WWVH at 50 minutes past the hour. WWV and WWVH transmit on 2.5, 5, 10, 15, 20 and 25 megahertz. In this week's WIA operational news, VK4FUQ Felix will bring us details on a very special station and event in association with these time-of-your-life stations, so keep it here. What happens when hams team up with the military in a communications exercise that envisions a major earthquake? Well, seven San Diego area hams using Winlink were part of the United States Navy's recent preparedness exercise known as Citadel Rumble 2019. The two-day earthquake response and recovery exercise at the Navy's Medicine West in San Diego was designed to sharpen the Navy's ability to respond to disaster by following established response plans. With the help of seven San Diego area Winlink operators, Navy Medicine West checked in with Naval Hospital Bremerton Naval Health Clinic Oak Harbor, U.S. Naval Hospital Yokosuka, U.S. Naval Hospital Okinawa and U.S. Naval Hospital Guam. They operated four Winlink stations simultaneously, three VHF and one HF, with minimum mutual interference. This was the second year that they'd participated in Citadel Rumble, with the Navy medical focus being an earthquake scenario north of Seattle. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. 
Thomas Crowd here. This is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Cam Radio Operational News. It's Contact Sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contests, rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. WIA.org.au forward slash members forward slash contest forward slash about. Of course, this weekend it's the Alara contest. That is August 24-25. It's no contest. Check makes generous gift to foundation. There seems to be no limit to the spirit of giving that can be found in the Hamrod Air community. Heather Rimby, KB3TZD, shares an example. Delaware amateur Chick Allen, NW3Y, devotes himself to contesting at his QTH in this mid-Atlantic state, as well as his QTH in the New England state of Vermont. Chick notes on his QRZ page that he's devoted to CW operations, a member of the Frankfurt Radio Club, and sends and receives paper QSL cards. He is also devoted to the future of amateur radio and recently made that known through a donation of $25,000 to the Worldwide Radio Operators Foundation a non-profit organization that cultivates skillful contesting and other radio activities. Chick noted that he hoped his gift would be used to train and encourage the youngest hams among us to pursue creative contesting and carry the hobby into the future. I'm Heather Emby, KB3, TZD. Thanks, Heather, and thanks, Amateur Radio Newsline. On air is 9U3TMM from Burundi, August 31 to 17 September. 9U3TMM on 66 metres on SSB, Ritty and FT8. QSL 9U3TMM via club log OQRS. Members of the Russian Robinson Club will activate Sledge Island in Alaska from the 20th of August to the 2nd of September. This one counts as NA210 for the Islands on the Air Award. And the call sign to be used again is KL7RRC-P. And your QSL via club log OQRS. The Royal Amateur Radio Association of Morocco is active using the special event call sign 5E6A for their national celebrations until September the 29th. QSL 5E6A direct to EA7FTR. WW0 WWV The WWV Centennial Committee is conducting a trial run of special event station WW0 WWV this weekend, August 24-25 and is set up adjacent to the WWV transmitter site in Fort Collins, Colorado. WWV turns 100 years old on October 1. We are testing band and notch filtering in an attempt to rein in the extreme RO environment created by WWV and WWVB, said Dave Schwartz of the Northern Colorado Amateur Radio Club. The WWV Centennial Special Event Station itself is set to run from September 28 through October 2, and round-the-clock operation will take place on CW, SSB and digital modes. Operations will shift among HF bands following typical propagation and will see 160 metres as well as satellites, SO50, AO91 and AO92 and 6 metre meteor scatter. ARRL has incorporated changes to the rules for all ARRL-sponsored contests in DXCC prohibiting automatic contacts. These changes will also apply to worked all states VHF Hewership Century Club and Fred Fish, W5FF Memorial Awards. ARRL has pointed to growing concern over fully automatic contacts being made and claimed for contests in DXCC credit. The rules now require that each claim contact include contemporaneous direct initiation by the operator on both sides of the contact. Initiation of the contact may be either local or remote. 
O and contemporaneous means existing at or occurring in the same period of time. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK 4FUQ Inningham. For a good time, call 555 4 WWV. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Melbourne and metropolitan area and Victorian country areas, it can be heard on VK3RMM at 10.30am on Sunday mornings. I'm Peter, VK3BFG. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And this weekend, as our Alara News presenters told us last week, is the Alara Contest. And when not contesting, many are into quilting, as we find out in our first story, how QSL quilt gives blanket coverage. So, what's better than a QSL card? Try 50 QSL cards, all combined into a unique quilt. Margie, KK4AGM, has been taking comfort in good old-fashioned QSL cards since she started receiving them in 2011 as a new ham. But there's also another time-honoured symbol of comfort Margie also loves, quilts. And with the help of a talented relative, she was able to combine those two worlds last year. In a symbol of perfect unity, all 50 United States are represented in the replica QSL cards stitched together by a beloved aunt into something Margie calls her QSL quilt. There are squares stitched together representing the special events station she contacted in Utah, her 13 colonies contact from Delaware, and the Marconi station in Wellfleet, Massachusetts. And that's just for starters. The images of each card were transferred by inkjet printer to cotton fabric, and with Margie's aunt working diligently, the quilt was QRV in less than four weeks. Since then, she's been taking the quilt on tour to Hamfests, most recently to the big one this month in Huntsville, Alabama, and she's even visited a couple of quilting clubs. A QSL quilt like this is the perfect example of what our hobby is all about, stitching together faraway places and faraway friends, acknowledging Ham Radio's role in the real fabric of our lives. Well done, Margie, and your talent and art. And I guess that sews up this particular story. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. The 14-month journey of China's micro-satellite Longyang-2 ended on July 31st with its intended crash onto the lunar surface. Weighing only 48 kilograms, it spent 437 days in lunar orbit studying solar radiation and conducting radio astronomical observations. Whilst it was in orbit... Amateur radio operators had partnered with scientists at China's Harbin University of Technology to uplink commands to the tiny craft and receive data the satellite was transmitting. One of the images it captured was of the Moon and Earth during the total solar eclipse on July 2nd. The final commands given to the satellite came from Reinhard Kuhn, DK5LA, whose ongoing work with Longyang 2 since its launch in May 2018 made him the first radio amateur to communicate with a satellite in lunar orbit. His greatest challenge may well have come on the day the tiny craft was set to end its journey. A nearby lightning strike prompted him to unplug all his cables, but he needed to reconnect a bit later. And he did just before the tiny satellite passed behind the moon. 
Scientists believe 12 minutes after it went silent, it hit the lunar surface. In more space news, there's a new source of space radiation. As if astronauts didn't have enough to worry about, researchers at UCLA using NASA's Themis spacecraft have identified a new source of space radiation. A natural particle accelerator embedded in Earth's own magnetic field is shooting killer electrons at satellites and departing spacecraft. Their research is highlighted on the August 10 edition of spaceweather.com. Ideas are being sought for the next FunCube satellite. In November, FunCube 1 CubeSat will have been in orbit for six years, and the FunCube team are now soliciting suggestions for the next satellite. The team is looking for suggestions for confirmation of the satellite, 2U, 3U, orbit, LEO, MEO, STEM outreach, amateur radio payloads, and research payloads. Check out the webpage, funcube.org.uk, for more on how you can participate. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, FT4 and FT8. World's first recorded FT8 contact on 122 gigahertz. The ARRL reports VK4FB and VK4CSD completed what has been claimed as the world's first FT8 contact on 122 gigahertz during the August 11 contact over just under 100 kilometers. Signals were minus 17 dB on one end and minus 20 dB on the other. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amity Young Timers. Netherlands Campground prepares for youngsters on the air. So what's better than summer camp? How about winter camp? It's even better with ham radio, as John Williams, VK4JJW, tells us. If you're a young radio operator or even a prospective radio operator, it's not too early to start thinking about spending part of your winter in the Netherlands. Winter Yota, a sub-regional Youngsters on the Air event, will open its radio camp on Thursday the 12th of December at a full-service forest campground near Oosterhout. Campers will enjoy a full agenda of radio activities as well as camping activities until Sunday, December 15th. The date coincides with December being declared again as Yota Months, when young amateurs around the world will be on the air using call signs with the suffix Y-O-T-A. The winter campers themselves will be using the call sign PA6 Yota. It's important to note that the camp is open to prospective hams as well as licensed hams. Newcomers to the hobby and young people who hope to get their license are all welcome. The only requirement is that campers be between the ages of 16 and 25 and belong to one of the member societies of the IARU. If you have questions, send an email to winteryota at ham-yota.com. In the Northern Hemisphere, winter will arrive before you know it, and that's when those of us down under can start enjoying warmer temperatures again. I'm John Williams, VK4JJW. Thanks, John. Now from VK4 to VK7, and it's official. VK7 HSD now has a shack. Hue and Scout District Club Station, VK7 HSD, along with the Quartermaster's Store, have been officially opened on the 17th of August at the Hueville Scout and Guide Hall. Hello, my name is Jackson. Victor Kilo 7, Foxtrot Juliet Alpha X-Ray. Over 50 Joeys, Cubs, Scouts, and Venturers, plus Leaders, Chief Commissioner of Scouts Tasmania, along with the Huon Valley Mayor, attended the ceremony. The Quartermaster store was rightly named the Carport, in recognition of Mark Norris's 25 years of scouting in the Huon Valley. Car, as it is pronounced, 
is his scouting name. The motto, inspiring others to achieve a lifetime hobby, has been adopted by VK7HSD to encourage young people to participate and hopefully gain their amateur radio licence. Huonville Scout Troop already boasts one youth member, myself, and two leaders with their foundation licences. Currently, radios include an ICOM 706 Mark IIG with an AH4 tuner for HF operations, as well as various 2m and 70cm radios. The tower, along with radio equipment, has been kindly donated by many operators from around Australia. VK7 HSD's Echolink node number is 9013668 and DMR ID is 5050571118 and will be active for scouting activities as well as for JOTA. We look forward to making contact from the southernmost scouting district of Australia. 73 from myself VK7FJAX and from Michael VK7MRS who incidentally is the Huon District Jota coordinator and Jota is fast approaching being held on Friday the 18th Saturday 19th and Sunday 20th of October this year I'm Col VK3GTV and I'll catch you again next week with more worldwide special interest group news This is VK1WIA all points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Alrighty, let's wrap up this news from the WIA. On the social scene, today, that is Sunday, August 25, Summerland Amateur Radio Club Sarkfest. VK4 Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio's Sunfest at 9am, Saturday, September 14 at Wombai School of Arts. In VK4, the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Cardwell Gathering is taking place four days commencing October 4. In VK3, the Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest, October 13. Worldwide, it's Jota 2019, Friday 18, Saturday 19 and October 20, the Sunday. VK3 Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Barghamvention, October 27. And in VK5, it's the AHARS Buy and Sell Marion RSL, November the 3rd. And in VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest, November 17. So now, until next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.